0: Mike and JD I'm JD And I'm Mike And Happy New Year Woo First 2022. show for year. Alright anyway, So Let's uh, see for 2022 We're starting off with Eternals Now on Disney Plus Disney Plus is not paying us <laughs> to say that But it'd be nice if they did So I got a lot <laughs> about this movie. But now, first, we're gonna start off no spoilers, just our general you know, feelings about the movie. So, Mike, what's your general non spoilers opinion about the movie?
1: So, my general non-spoiler opinion of the movie uh, is that I enjoyed it significantly more the second time. You know, it's tough going into these movies um, I don't... Uh, I want—I don't want to say blind, because, you know, obviously mm. we're, we're Marvel fans, but, you know, this was similar to my experience in, not necessarily in terms of the quality of the movie, but in terms of, uh, when I walked into Guardians of the Galaxy, I just was like, mm. this yeah. could be anything. Literally, yeah. I just had never read an Eternals comic, you know, I watched, like, a couple of YouTube videos to catch me up to speed, um, and, you know, I was... I'll simply say I was surprised at the amount of uh, strong opinions that the general public had. Like, don't get me wrong, I have opinions about this movie, and I think it would rank lower on my overall Marvel list. Like I said, I liked it a lot more the second time when I knew what I was expecting. Um, And I think I'll just say that I loved, I absolutely loved the mythology of this movie I just didn't really care for the character piece like aspect of it mm. um, and there's one plot line that I absolutely hated which we, we can talk about in spoilers mm. what about what about uh, you? What did you think of this movie non-spoiler?
0: Uh, so, now it's overall quality I would say it's about an average Mar- Marvel film, but I would also say it's one of the most wasted potential of Marvel films because I feel it had a lot there. Like, it had a lot of potential there. And mm. they just did not capitalize on potential. And the biggest thing is, this should this either should have had half the cast or been a TV series. Like, mm. I'll, I'll go into more detail how, why I feel this way. But overall, I mean, there's 10 Eternals in this film. Uh, they did not have enough time to give these characters proper character development in this f- film and there was a lot of times one plot was told instead of shown because they didn't have the time to show it again I'll go be going more in details in that in spoiler part but in general there was a, I felt there was a ton of potential there and there was just so many missed opportunities with this film overall it's not a bad film like I'm going to be wagging on this a lot but don't get me wrong I enjoyed watching the film it was just that I'm it could have been so much better than it was if it like I said if it was a TV series would have been the best way to do it in my opinion Mm. but I'm great cast which again absolute disappointment because everybody was cast well they worked well well with what they had I felt a lot didn't get enough, enough screen time but But I felt it was overall a great cast.
1: Now, being a Marvel movie, does that mitigate at all your disappointment in terms of, like... I feel like a lot of characters, like, uh, you know, Happy or maybe Captain Marvel or whatever, they're introduced and you're like, oh, I don't know how I feel about them in their initial outing, but I'm just happy they're part of the universe now and, like, in later down the road, they might be awesome. Like... Because that's kind of how I feel of, I, I felt like, you know, I didn't love, there was, there were a couple of characters I liked, but there was no, like, one standout character I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I need more of this character. Um, you know,
0: well, you know who I felt was a standout character, ironically?
1: Was uh, the valet. I was just about to say, was it the valet? Yeah, he was my favorite character as well.
0: <laughs> like, like, he's the, he's a pointless character in the film. He, he serves no point. But he's entertaining. He's like Darcy in the, in the Thor films. I she thought shows he was no plot point, but funny.
1: Yeah, I absolutely love that character. I you know, yeah. in terms of like comic relief characters, I I don't know. He he was sweet and and funny, and I, and I liked how they they did give him some serious moments and such. So yeah, I thought he was yeah. probably my favorite member of the cast, even though he was a very like lesser role. Yeah. Uh, no nah, Yeah. So, can we at least agree that this is a pretty movie? <laughs>
0: yeah. It, it visually amazing.
1: Yeah, I, I thought that, you know, uh, obviously in the marketing they made a big point that they weren't going to use green screen plates. They were going to shoot everything on location. And I think at least in that one aspect, the film definitely lives up to the hype. Mm. It's gorgeous. I love the yeah. the sweeping vistas of, like, uh, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that this movie takes place over, uh, thousands of years because the Eternals... No, that's just a premise. Et- that's just a premise. So, you know, the the prehistoric Earth shots, you know, they're, they're very pretty. Um, and so it's cool. It was cool to see, like, just, you know, I feel like modern Marvel's so crammed into that, like, 2009 to present era. It was cool to kind of get out of that, um... Yes, yeah. You know, so th- th- that was cool. I definitely agree with you about there being too many characters. Um, I think you could have had the same number of characters, but you could have just, you know, you should have just really just focused on, on a couple of them and, you know, maybe sidelined the other ones. Uh, or, like you said, or if you could combine characters, like, I felt like... I think, I, I, I think I'll just say the biggest wasted potential for me was Angelina Jolie's character. Like, I, she was cool. Like, I liked how she could create weapons with her hands. That, you know, that was a cool power. Um, but uh, mm. her whole story arc, uh, which we'll get into in spoilers, I just, I didn't buy it. It felt unconnected mm. to the rest of the story. I thought her payoff with the main villain was rushed. I'm just like, this feels like it's its own plot. Yeah. That's like a separate mm-hmm. like Angelina Jolie, uh similar to like Harley Quinn and Suicide Squad. It's just like, hey, I'm gonna have my own movie, like, that's attached to your movie.
0: hmm Alright. Uh, uh, so any before we get I think we're almost ready for spoilers. Any last thoughts you wanna get out though before we go into spoilers?
1: Um, just that while, like I said, I would put this as like in my lower Half of Marvel movies, I do not think it deserved the like absolute like bludgeoning it got in in like social media. I'm like it was fine well, like it wasn't well, that bad
0: well, i mean it had unfortunately it's do, directed by an Asian woman very diverse cast that of course like of course like it was gonna. Get back. Like, it had that going against it to begin with. So, like... It was showing... So, it was really damaged going into the fight. Because, unfortunately... That's how people are.
1: Yeah.
0: But... So, I think that's a big part of the... Like, because... You're right. It it got... It got more hate than it deserved. And... Part of it is that. Now, it didn't help that it wasn't as good as it could have been. It's common. I think it's a combination of both of those things. That... People, people don't like diversity, and it wasn't as good as it could have
1: been. But, okay. I also, I will, I'll, building off of what you just said, I also think in the marketing, they kind of built this up as, like, the different Marvel movie. Like, this is going to be the award-starling Marvel movie. Like, it's going to be unlike anything you've ever seen. And, like, at the end of the day... Yes, it's a little more contemplative than maybe most Marvel movies, but like it's a pretty standard Marvel movie, and I think that also threw up a lot of critics. Because usually the critics, even if the fans are reactionary against, like, oh, I don't yeah. like diversity, like usually the critics are fairly kind to Marvel movies, and I think that was part of what did it in with the critics was everyone was expecting Marvel to take this big yeah. diff- different swing, and it kind of was the just another out. It was just kind of another movie.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, I would definitely say that, yeah, that my worry about the film was, oh, it's going to go be too unconventional, too unlike Marvel, but instead the problem was, no, it, the problem was that it wasn't unconventional at no, all. One of the problems was <laughs> that it was too standard, which is not what I expected from Chloe Zhao. I mean, I love Land. Right. I expected more from her.
1: So, but, let's go into spoilers I think, now.
0: Alright, so spoiler warning! Okay. So, now... Okay, so that... Now that I can say... Like, I think... Uh, one character that really annoyed me how he was used was Fastos. That's how you say it? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. See, he actually, I feel... He has the best character development, and it all happens off-screen. Like, because... Okay, after the A-bomb, he loses faith in humanity. Then he falls in love with his husband, regains faith in humanity. That would have been amazing to see. But instead, we don't get to see him be that broken man. We don't see him go from being broken to being complete complete again. We're just like, oh yeah, I fell, I fell in love, love, so now I believe in humanity again. That was so disappointing to me.
1: I, I definitely hear you. Uh, I feel like if if we're translating this into a TV series, you get that. Um, exactly. You know, I think, you know, as a movie, that, that could almost be its own movie. So I think the movie was already so crowded that, like, I don't think there was the ability to put that in there. But like you exactly said earlier, it be if, it, show. if it was a TV show same budget but like or at least a similar budget but with a TV show yeah. then uh, then you're talking like okay we can have a whole episode devoted to like yeah. the love story between Fastos and his husband who I'm forgetting the character's name if we even find it out was it Jack? No that's well, his son
0: No but see that was the thing his his husband was could have been such a big part of it instead still was more of a throwaway thing mm-hmm. and well, see in my opinion if you do this as a TV show the format is actually right there, Because there. you know how she one by one meets each we re, like we groups with each of, of the Eternals. As so you, you follow that same storyline, and each time like you okay you, you go to the flashbacks to them, like mm. oh like w- when they go to find fastos, that's when you see the flashback. His flashbacks, you see him back with the Eternals, you see him. On his own, I think that that's the way to do it. Is and then, like I said, because like I said, you, you're right. You can't do that. That too. That's too much to do in a movie. His storyline, but it would have been so good that it have been great to do it in a TV show. One episode. That's the big thing. That's his thing. That's why you care about this guy.
1: Right. And like I would have. Oh, yeah. No, no, no oh, go on, go uh, on. I was going to say, I would have loved it if they did some sort of, uh, like, an Avenger-style thing where, basically, in each episode, you get the entire history of one, e- like, you follow one Eternal. Is that
0: Yeah, and exactly. And then,
1: Avenger-style, the final episode, they're all teamed up together. Or maybe even the final couple of episodes, depending on how yeah. long series. serious no, yeah,
0: No, that, yeah, that, that's the idea, yeah, you know, you have the same, this the same basic storyline, but like, okay, this is, when she meets back up with Fastos, what kills Fastos day. You saw him, like, of course, you'll see him in the Yellow episodes interacting with the Yellow Eternals, but, you know, you, in the other episodes, you just see him interacting with them. In this one, oh, this is really what makes him drive. hmm
1: And, another character, uh... I won't say Makari, that's how you pronounce it, right? Yeah, Makari was one of my favorites. Th- those, those were my really? two favorite Eternals. Well, I
0: Actually, Makari I was actually very disappointed in. Because, like, I love the idea, oh, there's going to be a deaf person in this film. And I felt she didn't do, like, the actress did a great job of what she had. She, like, she had funny moments, but, like, she, I don't really think they gave her
1: much of a personality, in my opinion. See, I, I liked her personality. I just thought they didn't give her a lot to do. Like, yeah. I felt like I liked her kind of. I liked her kind of. She had a pretty bog standard, like, oh, like I'm the sarcastic one. But I, I liked her relationship with uh, Druid. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I liked her kind of. Um, she was a little bit more, I guess, uh, rogue than than some of the other Eternals uh so I don't know I liked her character but yeah other than finding the point of emergence which by the way compare her super speed scenes to uh, Quicksilver's in terms of just effects her super speed is way cooler looking than just like that blurry slow mode that they slap on like I I really dislike the way they do super speed in Marvel. I, I, it's much better done here.
0: Mm. And another thing about her character, though, which, see, many people are like, okay, she's genetically creative while she's deaf. Now, originally, I heard, like, I thought it was even in the press release, they actually had a clear reason why she's deaf. It's because when she runs super fast, she creates sonic booms. And... But that was never actually in the movie, which that was a bit disappointing because that would have been something quick. And then, like, personally, it didn't bother me that she was genetically created in death. but, like, a lot of people are bringing that up. And that was something that you could have completely avoided one line of dialogue that, oh, yeah, because of the sonic boom she creates, she can't, she, she, that's why she was created not to hear, you know.
1: Right, right. Well, it's interesting, like, the way they chose to do it where each of the Eternals has one power. Like, you could also be like, well, I, I'll, it's also not really clear why one of the Eternals is a kid forever. Uh, you know, it's weird how they're what like... You? Well, yeah,
0: see, that's another thing. They, another thing they really didn't get to address as well as they could have.
1: Um. But yeah, it's interesting. I, I did think it was kind of cool, like that they didn't even know. Like that, like Sprite is like, I don't know why Airsham made me this way. <laughs> like, uh I, th- I I I thought it was cool them kind of questioning the nature of themselves and I liked the whole robot aspect of it. Although mm-hmm. I'm not really sure, does this mean that Thanos is also a robot? Uh because well,
0: they're not, not Starfox is
1: well, they're okay, they're synthetic beings.
0: Yeah. But but well but see did still well I thought they're organically created, like, you know, they're almost like clones, not quite clones, because their DNA is specific, but, you know, closest, like a clone, they're closer to clones than robots is what I got the idea of, because I got the idea like they're bio- biologically functional, they're just created p- specifically. At least that's the mm-hmm. question I got.
1: Gotcha, Okay. I'm not sure about that. Maybe they are robots underneath. I. Well, either the way. I get... Either way, I wasn't sure if the implication is that Thanos is an Eternal. Yeah. Because. But I, I hear Even in the comics, it's kind of like a murky thing whether or not he's an Eternal. Right, because, like, Star Fox is an Eternal at the post credit scene, and he's the brother yeah, of Thanos. He, and they. And they even call him brother of Thanos, don't they, in the film? Yeah, they call him brother of Thanos, but he says, "Hello, my fellow Eternals." Which I'm like, wait, yeah. does that mean that like uh, Thanos and also their father, Alars, I think his name is, are they also Eternals? So, well, like I mean, I, in the
0: comics,
1: he, he wasn't a he. I think, like I said, it's a lot more
0: complicated, but I think he's kind of an Eternal. But like again, it's. it's Far more complicated, because I don't think the Eternals are created in the comics. But I right. I could be wrong. I am by no means an expert on this. But I know Thanos is connected to the Eternals in the comics. That I am positive about. I right. am not positive exactly his connection.
1: Well, I know in the comics he has the deviant gene, which is why he looks all purple, whereas Star Fox looks like a normal person. He looks like Harry Styles. Um, which, what by you, the way, I I have no, like, opinions. I, everyone was, like, either really pro or really anti-Harry Styles. I'm like, as somebody who doesn't really listen to that much music, I have no opinion on Harry Styles one no, way or the other.
0: I, I don't have an opinion on Harry Styles. I just hate when something like that blows up so much. As, like, it's like, you're talking more about two seconds of the movie than you are the other um, thousands of seconds of the movie.
1: Although that that CGI on Pip the Troll was like unforgivable. That was like special edition CGI. So I got the but, feeling that must that. But must it was Patton Oswalt, though. We did get Patton cool. Oswalt. That wasn't. It's nice actually.
0: Type. It's arguably a second MCU role. It really depends. It's agent of Shield canon. Nobody <laughs> knows.
1: I'm sure we'll find out. With the... Uh, they seem to be finally crossing the streams and the netflix universe at least so we'll, we'll yeah. see if uh
0: but yeah that, that's a
1: whole lot of discussion what's canon and what's not canon but but well, on the subject of deviance that was my biggest complaint about the movie it was just the whole mm. plot line with the deviants. i thought i loved their design i thought that was really cool and how they were like evolving and they the, like they were like these purple purple creatures i thought it... like visually they're sh- striking unique creatures like a lot of times, Marvel just has these generic monster villains, and so yeah. I thought they stood apart from those. But then they kind of just wasted them. Like, they have this whole, yeah. like, ev- evolving deviant, and he's, like, getting stronger and, like and smarter, what? and, like, I'm like, ooh, what what's his final form going to look like? Is he going to absorb, like, you know, Icarus or something? And then he's going to be, like, unstoppable. But no, he just dies. Like, he's I forgot he was in the movie. Like, I was yeah. rewatching watching it. And then he just shows up on the beach in the finale, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy. And, and then Angelina Jolie just cuts him in half. And then it's like, okay, well, I mean, forget about the existential crisis he was raising. Yeah, just cut him in half.
0: <laughs> and also, but here's the thing. He was mad at the Celestials. They were trying to stop a Celestial. Shouldn't he have he teamed up with, like...
1: I would have much... Like, perf- yeah, I, that 100%, JD. I think... I wanted them to all team up, defeat Tiamat, or stop the emergence, and then he'll be like, I'll get you next time. Like, I still haven't forgiven you Eternals, but we're going to team up just for five minutes. And then he can fight in the next movie. But no, he's he's he's, dead.
0: You you know what, though? I honestly would have been fine with the Deviants just saying, like, the generic CGI monsters. Because you know what? They didn't even need the Deviants to be this great villain because... I felt Icarus was a great villain that would have been even better if, you know, again, we had more time, like in a TV show. Show sure, because to further explain why exactly he's so dedicated to following the Celestial's will. Like, it was a great concept, but it was like, but we never got the why he was doing what he was doing. Right. And, and like,. If we got the why, he would have been one of the
1: best Marvel villains. I yeah, I really liked his character. I thought I, I loved the whole like you know I loved how tortured he was. I didn't really understand why Ajax chose to tell him about the emergence though. Like that wasn't well, because, super clear why like Well,
0: I got it. He was her number two. Like, she was the like it, it made it clear that that's why everyone was so surprised that that Cersei was chosen as the replacement because he was the one she trusted the, the most. And had she just died, you know, she probably would have chosen Icarus to be the one to take over. But obviously, she's not going to choose the guy who killed her.
1: Yeah. But, but I, I guess it would have been nicer I, to see that. Yeah, because, I mean, clearly she... Or it seems like she probably didn't tell him in previous iterations um but i don't know it's clear that that was one of the cooler aspects i liked that they had been through this and that like memory wiping that was cool i liked that cyclical nature of of their existence uh and like the way celestials are born i think the cosmic going back to what i said at the beginning of the episode the cosmic aspect like the design of the eternals like that one shot where the clouds just explode apart and eris the judge just like is, like, holding the earth in his hand, basically, and, like, there's just everyone's power to stop this person who's essentially God, and, like, I don't know, it was just very cool. Um, so I'm like, I want to hear more about them, and I didn't really care about the Eternals. I was just like, I want to hear more about the Celestials.
0: See, I, um, should, I felt differently. I wanted to see more about these characters, like, like, you you got a great foundation for characters here, I want to know more about what makes you take. Take, like, a, another character, Klingo. First, Kumaila Johnny does a great performance in the role, but he's another character that we don't, again, really get to see. Like, why did he want to be a, a, a big movie star? Like, we, we don't really get to see that why he's a movie star. We also, don't okay, get like, he is so loyal to Icarus. He calls Icarus boss. Icarus was never the leader. We don't... Which... Again, if we had more explanation for that... It would have been fine. But... We don't see why he... Is calling... Why is he calling Icarus boss? Like, why is he so loyal to Icarus above everybody else? Like, he didn't care if Cersei was chosen the leader. He's like, Icarus, what do you want to do? And he was... And even though he still believed... In the Celestial Plan... He was furious for Icarus lying to them, which, right. again, why? Like, we didn't have time to see the why. Again, if this was a TV show, we would have found out, okay, here's why he likes Icarus so much. Here's why he wants to be a big movie star. And plus, his episode would have more the ballet, which, again, just funny.
1: That's always a win, yeah. I, I, and, I wish... I wish I had gotten the sense more of, like, the power of the Eternals, like, they're they're supposed to be, like, on this, uh, another level, like, unbelievably strong, but I just never got that, like, like, they're supposed to be, like, other than Icarus, Icarus was the only character I felt like, okay, this guy's, like, for real, like, no one can mess with this guy. But all the other turtles, I'm like, yeah, they're just, like, regular superheroes. Like, anyone could, like, beat them up. Like, I don't know, maybe Shang-Chi could beat this guy up. I don't know.
0: See, this is the benefit that comic books have. Because if this was a comic book, you would throw in a... Oh, here's one of Spider-Man villains. Oh, wow, he flicks him away. You could do something like that in a comic book. Just throw in a random character... To show how powerful these characters are, that doesn't really work. Even if it was a TV show, they still really wouldn't have been able to just throw in an, another random villain in it. In it, that is the benefit to comic books. Like they can do stuff like that to make the scale clearer. Because I do with you. Like, defining deviants. We never seen deviants before. Like, are these deviants that powerful? Like, what what, what happened if Thor went up against them? Like,
1: right. Like we need to We, we need have to no scenes... base. For them. We needed a scene like in Infinity War or in Endgame, uh, when like Thanos headbutts Captain Marvel and she just doesn't move, or like exactly in, that fin- to power
0: level,
1: or Infinity War when like Thanos beats the Hulk like one on one. Like you, you need a moment like that to be like, oh my gosh, this guy's for real. Like yeah, but but you can't like
0: I said you can't really do that in the like it, it's it's. It was easy to do in the in Bandy Wars, you know, big crossover. But yeah, you can't really do that in these solo films. So like, that's like, I don't, I see your point, but
1: I'm like, is there even an answer to it? Yeah, no, it's it's tough. I mean, like, it's easy for me to to throw all the stuff out there. It's it's hard to make a a great movie. But I thought the character moments were good. But like you said, I I just wanted more development on Cersei. Yeah. I wanted. I I really just think you could have as much as I love Angelina Jolie, I just feel like her character and Gilgamesh's character, like I don't know if you could have combined them or something. If you just had like one one or two less characters, yeah. I really feel oh, like I, it would have coalesced better because yeah. her having the but, mat, Mad Weary, that whole thing, just forget about that. Like I I mean it was cool that she remembered her past like reboots or something. But they made too big of a deal out of that. That was like, well, took well, away too much time from the rest of the movie. Well, see, that's another thing. That if this was a TV show,
0: and that was like her episode, and like, like you were slowly building up to it, it would have worked better. Because you would have more time to hint at it before it happens, and then you could also do more with it. But yeah, it didn't work in the film. I agree that it didn't work in the film. I do feel, though, that it could have worked in a TV format
1: i i 100% agree.
0: And then another character we have to talk about, Druf. Or Druif? What was it? Dru-Druig? Druig. Druig. Druig, That's it. Anyway, he- He was another- Very- He was actually a very interesting character. But- And like- At that one scene, it seems like- Oh, he's just gonna go woke here. He's gonna take over the world, so they're gonna have to kill him. But then he went nowhere. Yeah. He clearly didn't take over the world. He, he took over, like, a little tiny remote village in the middle of nowhere. And, but, why didn't he take over the world? Like, yeah, like, there's a lot of theories about this, which is like, oh, see, a thing I like a lot, but that we didn't see the film, is that he actually loves humanity as much as Cersei. And he was so worried about them. That's why he considered doing what he did. But then he realized, oh, he can't take over the world because then humanity loses what makes him special. Which, I love that theory, but it would have been nice if, again, we got to see that. Like, or right. we Because really, we got no reason why he didn't An- just another, take over the world.
1: That ties into like another thing I wish that they'd cut out of this movie. The whole thing about, like, Cersei not being able to transmute living creatures, that was pointless. Cut that out of the movie. Because she's like, I can't transmute living creatures. I can't transmute living creatures. And then the first thing we see her do, yep, she could... Oh, somehow I transmuted a living creature. I don't know if that was supposed to create, like, suspense or surprise, but, like... I don't know. To me, that was just pointless. That, like, oh, okay, she had this, like, theoretical limitation that she immediately overcame. Okay. Like, just get that out of there. She can transmute things. That's her power. (laughs) Yeah, so I I think if you would have cut that out, maybe consolidated... um, Like, maybe get rid of Gilgamesh's character and, like, had somebody else be the one who cares for Athena or something. I, like... It felt like his character that was there just to die, which it it always I always feels bad when there's a character that's like just a red shirt that's like, oh yeah, their are like purpose is to die early in the film, so you like feel bad.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, but it, I I did like
1: he was he was a funny character though. I, oh, I like, actually I, I I liked his character. I did. I just thought that like, in terms of like what he added, um, you know maybe he could have been the one who had Mad Weary and just Angelina Jolie's character wasn't in it. I'm not well, saying yeah, well, necessarily yeah. I didn't want Gilgamesh in the movie. I liked his character and I liked the actor who played him. Uh, yeah, I well, just was like, maybe some something with his relationship with Athena, something could have been done there to maybe trim down the number of characters. Yeah,
0: like I said, I mean, it, it
1: just had too many characters. All, all and so it, again, it was started from scratch. Yeah, and Sprite, like, wanting to become human, uh, I, okay, like, sure. Like,
0: we see a little bit about that when she's, you know, all pretending to be an adult, but right. again, and again, there's another, we, they have to flat out tell her, uh, us, they have to tell the audience, oh yeah, she's in love with Icarus. They they right. because they didn't have the time to show us that she was in love with him, so they had to be like, they just had to flat out have Klingle say, oh yeah, we, I know you love Akeris.
1: Right, Which, exactly.
0: again, in a show, they could have hinted at it. They, they, they wouldn't have had to just tell us. Again, yeah. like I'm saying, the time restraints of doing this as a movie over a TV show really brought it down a lot. It could have been right. so much
1: better. Or at least, I mean, even if, because I understand with the budgetary limitations, it couldn't really be a TV show. But at least I feel like they could have set it up to be like, hey, we don't. I mean, maybe it has to do with, like, the way that they're making these movies. Like, I don't know if we were confirmed to get an, an Eternals 2. But I felt like they could oh, have sure. left a lot of these things unresolved to, like, the sequel. Like, or, or future Marvel things. Like, we well, didn't need to try that, and, like, tie up every loose end right now.
0: Well, sp- well, speaking of that... See, a lot of people actually didn't like this. I did like how they did uh, Dante in this film. Dante, right? No, Kid Harrington. Who What's his name? Damien. No. Oh, I I Kit don't
1: Harrington.
0: know. He's,
1: he was the Black Knight. He Kid Harrington. Yeah.
0: It's something for D. I think it's Dante. I am not positive though. <laughs> but anyway, I liked. It. I like some people. I like that. I'm like, you didn't. You didn't shoehorn him into the main storyline. You just did a little setup like that. That I liked. I'm like. I'm yeah. very curious to see see where his character goes, but it wasn't, it's like, like, because they had no room for him, but, you no, know, they I'm, had a nice amount of
1: setup. I am really glad that they did not force him to, like, do anything in the movie. I thought it was fine, he was like, oh, fun, he's, like, dating Cersei, and, like, maybe that's gonna lead somewhere in the future, but, no, perfect amount of character. If anything, maybe yeah. just put him in the trailers less. I think people were just mad because, like, in every trailer, he was like, "Why didn't you guys help fight Thanos?" But like, you know, he wasn't really in the movie that much. Yeah. But like, I think but, that but was. See, I, think we, I think they, that was
0: more. But yeah, I think that was more like it wasn't like oh what line about how much he's in the movie. That was just a good line for the like the trailer
1: right no i just i like i don't think it's anyone's fault in particular i was just saying like i think people were mad because they expected more mm-hmm. uh kid harrington but i think it was the perfect nugget of setup i didn't even need the post-credit scene honestly like it was cool i uh, like to hint at like oh maybe there's more going on here he's he might be the black knight you, uh, you, but d- do you, did you see a, who who that was talking to him I, I, I did not know, but people told me it was Blade, Mahershala Ali. Yes, I didn't know at the time either, but it has
0: been confirmed that Mahersha Ali as Blade, Blade. so that is very intriguing, like, uh, yeah. so are we going to, uh, is Black Knight going to be part of the Blade movie?
1: Well, I'm, like... I'm in if uh, he gets to kill Jared Leto in a Morbius crossover. <laughs>
0: uh, i better just not bring Jared that to MCU at all because I just don't like Jared Leto but that's a different idea. no no
1: but that, then you get to see Mahershala kill the, the Morbius
0: <laughs> but but anyway but yeah so th- I, think, I think we both agreed that was something done very much right though about yeah. just enough of him just enough yep. of
1: set, set up without overbur without overburdening us with him right no I I I thought that was the better, honestly, between the Harry Styles thing and that, I thought that was the better post-credit scene, even though. Oh, like, I agree. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I thought that was good. Um, but yeah, overall, I I thought people were like a bit too hard on this movie. Like it, it didn't like blow my mind, but it also was like a, just a solid Marvel movie. I thought, in terms of setting up cosmic stuff, a plus. In terms of like how many times I'm gonna like. You know, this movie felt a lot like Thor, where I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna like pop this movie on like on a Tuesday night randomly, but like in terms of what it set up, it's cool. It's like yeah. a stepping stone to future movies.
0: Yeah, like I said, I just I liked it. I just wanted more out of it, and I expected more out of it. But like my concern, was like I said, was gonna be too unconventional for a Marvel movie. But instead, it was it was too conventional. Like I, yeah. it's not what I expected, but. I didn't hate it. It was fun. It was enjoyable. Yeah. But, so. But it, I mean, my headphones are dying, so I think that's a sign that we have to wrap it up.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I think we should uh, wrap it up. My, uh, my Alexa's telling me to, to wrap it up.
0: All right. So, Eternals, it's a good movie. Give it a, a watch on Disney+. Plus.
1: Yeah. Right? Watch it, because otherwise you're gonna be really confused in the future. Well, you're gonna be confused anyway. But, <laughs> um, but okay. yes, so I'm, I'm... I endorse this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I'm still JD,
1: and I'm still Mike. Adios. <laughs>